This is the Matt and Muse Show with Matt Hensler and Adam Musinski. Welcome back to the Matt and Muse podcast. This is Adam Musinski. I'm with Matt Hensler. Hello. Uh, We got a cool little list of things to talk about and... Yeah, I guess the first topic that I want to touch on is um, Mrs. Hensler is My lovely wife. 39 weeks pregnant now. Just over 39 weeks and one day. How is she doing? She is uh, miserable. Absolutely miserable. <laughs> uh, and we sit in my basement and talk about <laughs> random things and drink beer. This is great. Before I left today, I asked, do you need anything? Several times. And she said no. I should have known that that meant yes. And I'm sure I'll get a stern talking to you when I get home. But um, this is our last podcast, I think, before I'm a dad. So it's exciting. I'm nervous. Let's Very live exciting. it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. You're. Uh, I'm excited for you. Um, yeah. No, it's it's going to be a blast. I, I'm waiting for the text of, I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> can I call you in a couple minutes so you can walk me through this? <laughs> it's um, No, it's incredibly exciting. She's, she's doing very well. Um, good. Pregnancy's been uh, actually very good so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been very fortunate, and it's down the nitty-gritty now. And you do not know what you're having, correct? We do not. That's exciting. Um, I'm, uh, I'm hoping boy. Of because, course. Uh, I don't know how to take care of a girl. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> the things that can come back at that statement just are inappropriate for the podcast. <laughs> so bring on the boy. They're fun, man. It's. You're going to have a ball. Either way. Oh, I know. Either way. I'll, I'll be happy and excited either way. For sure. Um, not finding out has been stressful, but yeah, so far so good. Get a nice neutral color nursery. Got to do it. <laughs> it no works. commitment one way or another. Absolutely. So, speaking of pregnancies, um, Danica Patrick. Let's spread a rumor. <laughs> she uh, retired from her <laughs> Mac, yes, I'm laughing now. So the story behind this is we were sitting at the bar, go figure. Discussing very important things. Yeah, we were. Business, it was business. Yeah, all the way. yeah, we were talking to each other, and we had a couple other buddies around, and the news came across that Danica Patrick was retiring from racing. And the uh, I think it was Casey next to me just goes, oh, she must be pregnant. Absolutely. Race is dangerous for pregnant people. Exactly. So, boom, rumor. <laughs> Danica Patrick is pregnant. You heard it first on Matt Muse. Good job, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, yeah, those two, right? Okay. Yeah. I don't pay attention to the dating world. Well, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers and Danica Patrick. Yeah. It's the power couple. 5'2", 100 pounds. Monster of a lady. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has to be a foot taller than her at least. It's It's funny. When she first started racing, she came onto the circuit, and this was... She started NASCAR like six years. She'd been racing for 15, 20 by now. Oh, yeah. But I just remember thinking, I'm like, man, if she was good looking, it would be a perfect combination. But she wasn't at the time, so I was like, all right, whatever. 
Oh, she's evolved, and when you have money, things happen. I, I don't know specifics, but... <laughs> Are she, you slandering Danica Patrick? Or no, <laughs> I'm just saying now she is very attractive. She's got Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Um, it's more of a story now. I'd say I'd, more that Aaron Rodgers has her. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem like a picky man. He is 6'2", 225. <laughs> <laughs> outweighs her by 120 pounds and is a foot taller than her. That's got to be that's gonna be an interesting wedding. <laughs> they're not they're they're not getting married. Oh, she's pregnant. They're gonna have to eventually. <laughs> be weird at that point. Oh, what does Mrs. Rogers say about that? She seems like a very down to earth, old school type lady. He doesn't talk to his family. I know, but they're going right. to be invited to the wedding. Are they? We should get my wife down here because she watched The Bachelor, and it was her bro- or his brother was on it, and she knew like all about the family. It was like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to his family. That's how I found out. Aaron Rodgers is like, no, screw you guys. Huh. Well. Melanie? <laughs> you please wake up. And, uh... <laughs> no, no. Let her sleep. She's Come good. Uh, She's good. Come help us with her bullshit. <laughs> so, to continue the baby segment... Um, <laughs> Jameson is a year and four months still. Yeah. That's what happens because when you talk about it in months, it's wonderful. You don't break it down to weeks. No, Good. I was never. No, it's never in weeks. Good. It's weeks when they're like under a month or two. <laughs> then it just months. And then we get into the big debate of is it a year and four months or 16 months, which that poll blew up. Thank you, everyone, for voting. Um, I think you were right on that, saying a year and four months compared to 16 months. Of course, because I'm a normal human being that uses all forms of measurement in measuring age. <laughs> You're not normal. You're <laughs> furthest thing from normal. He's <laughs> still out on that one. But anyways, so Jameson, yeah. Doing good in the past two weeks since our last podcast. I'd swear to God, he has grown up so much. We took him camping. He was running around chasing people. He Runs was a four eight forty. No, yeah, hitting on chicks. Literally, my buddy's got a little girl that's two or three months older than Jameson. Kept giving her hugs, kissing her on the forehead. That's how I knew he was definitely mine. <laughs> <laughs> Took a year to find that out. <laughs> yeah. But he's a huge daddy's boy, which is hilarious. But, no, he's fun. He's he's growing so fast. And now that we're outside more, all he wants to do is play with the dog. Like he'll he'll jump on loose. He's like, good girl, good girl. He'll just pet her and everything. It's the cutest thing ever. He's so adorable. He's a good kid. Good um, kid. Humble brag. I did good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember half of that is uh, your wife. That's true. I got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than half of that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like 95%. <laughs> Job with that DNA there. Woo! I tried. I helped. <laughs> Telling me there's a chance. You were there. I, w- I was. <laughs> I'm going to stop before this gets inappropriate. <laughs> Still trying to keep it PG. Trying. Trying. 15. So, NBA Finals. A little transition there. You like that? That was a terrible transition. <laughs> that was a terrible transition. We're making our way through, though. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, game two is, this is, I guess we should have started with this. It is currently Saturday night um, on June 2nd. 
right? Yeah. Yes, June 2nd. Yeah. So the anniversary's uh, in four days. Don't let me forget. <laughs> You'd probably be in the hospital. Oh, that's possible, too. That'd be hilarious. That'd be... Oh, I baby forget. born. I need to forget two things, or you're either either of them. So <laughs> right, you're either not in the doghouse or in the super doghouse. <laughs> no middle ground. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, NBA final started. Um, did you watch game one? Uh, Be bits, honest, bits I don't. Pieces. I don't okay. I didn't watch a whole okay. lot of it. Um, I did. I turned it down when I got home from golf. Um, it's. I was shocked. That Cleveland was in it for until the end, like until overtime, they had a chance to win. J.R. Smith made the biggest mistake of his career, I think. They could have stole that game. Absolutely, they they had it won. I mean, he had when he came down with that rebound, he had a perfect shot. Yeah, I mean, all he had to do was go right back up. Yeah. either would have made it or he would have been fouled. Oh, Absolutely. for sure. And they had an opportunity for more free throws at that point. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, I've heard. Can, contradicting things um at one point he said oh i thought we were ahead another point he said i knew we were tied i don't know what he thought i don't know if he was thinking they were going to call a timeout i that's a blunder big time it's it's you need to go in the huddle before that free throw and be like if we get the rebound just call timeout don't dribble don't do it just stand there grab the ball timeout you're gonna have 4.7 4.7 seconds on the clock. You got the number one player in the world. But if, about him, you, I mean, you made a good point the other day. You said um, if if things were changed and they did call a timeout and they inbound to LeBron James, he missed the shot. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, ESPN saying LeBron yeah. James isn't clutch. Exactly. As opposed to LeBron scored 51 and his team didn't help him. Out. Right. It's, it's absurd. I mean, yeah. it's... It's a double-edged sword. Unless... LeBron gets the ball, makes the shot, they win, or J.R. Smith doesn't do what he does and they win. None of this conversation is happening right now. Absolutely. But it's, they go to overtime, they lose, and now we have to wait five days. Five. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Basketball, a nice winter sport that stretches out to July. I think they usually schedule the finish right before Father's Day. That's ridiculous. It is. The Stanley Cup is going to have three games done before their second game. Absolutely. It's absurd. But that's it's the money grab. It's all it Oh, is. yeah. Yeah. So and Good for them, I guess. They're still making mm-hmm. tons of money. But I, I, watching that game, Cleveland, yeah, they lost. They, they let it go. But it proves to that team, I hope they take this away at least, that they have a shot. Oh, yeah. Like, is it good? No. But Golden State is beatable. They can go in as long as you keep up with them and don't get carried away. Play your game. LeBron's going to have to score 50. They're going to have to play that game four more times to win. But it can be done. And I hope they realize that. I still still take Golden State in five. I... I'll give LeBron one game just because he's LeBron, and when they go back to the queue, it's going to be rocking. But if they if they stole that first game, you're talking series changer. Oh, big time! They, big time. And by series changer, they may win two instead yeah, of one. I but mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm still like at the end of the day, it's still got, Golden State. You've got LeBron James versus team of all stars, right? Yeah. Now. I mean, there's good for LeBron. All famers. Oh, easily. I mean, at least three of them four. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it's hopefully the, the series ends up close. Maybe they'll go to six or seven games. That'd be ideal. But same token, I'm ready for NBA to be done. Yeah. Let's get the trophy away. Right. Move on to the summer sports. Slash nothing. Golf. And uh, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Obviously. So, <laughs> yeah. Is this LeBron's best performance? This is my last NBA topic, I swear. Yeah. I mean, he's... I'm not a LeBron fan by any means. No, I know you're not. Everybody that I talk to, they know that. Um, But LeBron is, he's playing out of his mind. He absolutely is. I mean, when he's scoring 50 points and still losing the game, Mm -hmm. that proves that he's a great player. He he is. Um, Is he the best of all time? That's not up for me to decide. You can't debate that. It's a different game. Absolutely. In the 80s and 90s, you could hand check. It was so much more physical. And yeah, maybe if he was brought up then, he would still be that dominant, but he wasn't. It's not the same game. Well, LeBron still gets away with a lot of hand checks, I got to say. Well, yeah. (laughs) A lot. Yeah. (laughs) But you can't compare. It's like saying, oh, the 72-win Bulls against the 73-win Warriors. You can't compare. It's a different game. I get it's still basketball underneath, but it's... A different style of play, different defense, and back then you didn't have super teams, and now you do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, LeBron James, first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. Easy. He deserves it, but still not a fan. No. Never will be. Respectable. I'll take it. <laughs> Dipping our toes in the water. So another cocky little dude. Um, here's a Zlatan guy <laughs> plays MLS soccer. I think he's 36 years old. Um, he has the best commentary at all of his um, press conferences. So I had a couple quotes here I kept um, from his first game. So he get, he signs with. For the um, record, he's not that little. He's six five. Oh, but true. continue. Okay. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, he sli- signs with the Galaxy, and he's at a press conference after the first game. He's in the U.S. for like a day, if that, when they go to play. So they didn't start him or anything. And the crowd chant, we want Zlatan. We want Zlatan. So this dude goes up to the podium, and they ask him, oh, you know, you play, I think he played about 20 minutes, scored a couple goals, something like that, yeah. I and know, maybe only scored one. Okay. I don't know for sure. It, it, yeah, it, I know he scored though. But his quote after that game is, "I heard the crowd saying we want Zlatan, we want Zlatan," and then he says, "So I gave him Zlatan. They were pushing me, and I was giving back." <laughs> this dude is cocky, but he backs it up, and he says everything with a smile. You can't hate him. It's great. He did a, a driver's test when he came to the United States, and he's like. Someone asked him if he, he apparently he missed something like parallel parking or something, and his response is, "Zlatan never misses." Remember, and walked away. <laughs> have you seen his yacht? No, I have not seen his yacht. 
<laughs> He's got a <laughs> yacht that cost him six million pounds. I don't know the exact equivalency in U.S. dollars. Um, it's huge. It's one of those yachts that you can only bring in so close to shore, and you have to take another very large boat to get to the yacht. It's amazing. <laughs> He's a soccer player. Soccer players are rich. Look at Ronaldo. I know. It's he makes more than LeBron. And they're in good shape. Yeah. We missed a calling. Imagine if we were good at soccer. We'd be hot. <laughs> <laughs> so one pound equals 1.33 U.S. dollars. So he paid six million pounds. Yes. So yeah, that's like. Math. That's my math skills. <laughs> I'm just leave that there and move on. He's just so funny. It's one of those dudes like he's older, so he's humble. He's already done it, but he knows he's good. He knows he's overpaid, and he's just saying cool stuff. Like what when he. Before the first game, he goes, things go like they're not, or when I talk about overseas, things go like they're not supposed to go. But Destiny said, I will come here. L.A. called, and I answered. Like, it, 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 he says cocky things, but by no mean are they, no mean, they're demeaning at all. Um, he's basically just pumping up his ego, which I'm perfectly fine with. Um, and he's funny. He's making at least... My generation, our generation, I feel like really brought soccer to the United States. Um, myself, I never really got into it. Soccer, soccer's huge. Yeah, These that's kids just now, it. That's all they. That's play. just it. This guy makes me interested in it though, and that's like when Jameson grows up, he's gonna play soccer. I know it. I don't know anything about soccer except you kick a ball towards the goal, and apparently there's some weird offsides rule that I still don't understand. I mean. It, it's offsides. I, just <laughs> let like, me make my point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, but, all these kids are playing soccer. Oh, all yeah. The, all the other youth sports, especially football, they're hurting right now. Big For time. sure. And these kids, are they're emerging. They're playing soccer. It, it's safe. There's less concussions. There's yep. the whole concussion thing going around. That's what they think. Yep. And they hit the ball occasionally. That's the only head trauma they might have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's parents love soccer because it's – it's safe. It's easy. They take them to a weekend tournament. They play six games. They take them home. Give them orange slices in yeah. between the games. You need cleats, shin pads, a ball, and some room. That's it. That's why soccer is the most popular sport in the world. You need easy. nothing. Yeah. You need virtually. You need no gear whatsoever. I mean, it's that's why they're able to play in impoverished countries. All if they have a ball, right. they can play. Yeah. They don't need shoes. No. So I mean, it's it's why it why it rules, and now it's finally making a huge impact in the U.S., and it's not going away at any time. Good for soccer players, though, and being in shape. And other soccer news real quick. Um, do you remember the infamous uh, Zidane headbutt? Yeah. Do you know what he's been doing since then? No. Um, he was uh, a coach for Real Madrid. Okay. Um, and he walked away. Why? I haven't heard the exact details about it yet, but uh, he could have been the first coach, I believe, to have four consecutive championships and oh, walked wow. away. Um, don't know why. Hopefully more comes out about we'll, it soon. We'll have to pay attention to that. He, uh, he's come a long way since his headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that was a one of the most hilarious moments in all the sports. <laughs> I don't like him. They hit you with my head. <laughs> right. I hope... So MLS, MLS is expanding. 
Um, I know they chose two more, I think two more cities. I know Detroit wasn't one of them, but I would like to see Detroit get a soccer club. I know there's the Detroit Football Club, which is sponsored by um, a couple of local breweries and cideries and stuff. Yep. yep. Um, and they they're pulling in five, six, seven thousand people to a game that is not minor league it's just like an independent league hey we're gonna play you okay cool set up a schedule there's no championship or anything so i i I see soccer just continuing to explode in the united states we're gonna have to go down and check a game i've heard it's an absolute riot oh yeah it's i mean any soccer game the fans they're they cheer when they score but they're there throwing paper airplanes oh right drinking in the stands that just sounds like our kind of (laughs) i'm in (laughs) Let's go get in a fight in a soccer game. What else we have to go see in Detroit is the PGA Tour. This is not on our list. I just want to touch on it real quick. I'm super pumped that it's coming back to Michigan. Um, I think it was 09, the Buick Open, Tiger won. Yep. Um, that yep. was the last time they were there in Grand Blank. But, yeah, they're coming not only to Michigan, they're coming to Detroit inside the city limits at the country club. I know people are talking, oh, the country club's not the nicest facility, but I think you're going to bring in so much tourism, so many dollars. I think it's great for the city. It's great for the state. Um, and I know Midland's coming out with the LPGA Tour. I believe that is also next year. Yes. So I I think golf is it's coming back. It's bringing money in. And I'm just excited to see Michigan getting on the map with it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's going to be huge, huge for the state and the city of Detroit. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited to see this come. It's been way too long. I mean, that's been, what, nine, yeah, nine, yeah. Maybe 10 it, it'll years. It'll be 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. Um, I mean, it, there's no, we've got such beautiful courses in the state. There's no reason that we can't be used for these big tournaments. And um, I would think that uh, the country club, man, they, get, they have a year to make things look sharp and get things etched up, and they absolutely I mean, will. It's, it's already a country club, so for Joe Schmo, golfer, you and me, it's awesome. Um, and, yeah, that's just it. They have a year. You know over the next year, they're going to have so many restrictions on what you can do on that course that it's going to be in pristine shape think by you next take year. your own cooler on that course? Uh, you probably can, but you'd get caught. <laughs> so they have rangers there? Weird. <laughs> Not the ranger that's sleeping in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't chug a beer in the seventh green. That's where the rangers pass. Right. Out. Get close to the clubhouse, uh, put a koozie on that thing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we went golfing a little bit ago. Not the greatest time of my life. I had a riot. You did. You had a couple really good holes. I had a couple really bad holes, too. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of those couple nines. I had a great round. <laughs> right. Hey, you whipped it under 50. You got to take it. Absolutely. 49. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the rest of my golf later. Um, uh, Johnny Manziel, back playing football. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> I mean, it's it's something we got to talk about since we want to talk about sports. But I, I I'm glad he's not in the gutter. Yeah, kid's come um, a long way. He really yeah. has. Um, I think the CFL is the best chance he does have. Go win a couple of great cups. Yeah, I I don't know if I'll see him in the NFL again. I. He's going to have to prove a lot. His attitude is not conducive with teams. No. I mean, we can't get we can't get one of the best quarterbacks in a team right now that's being politically active, um, let alone a, a quarterback that is 
just off his rocker 90% of the time. Right. Um, I think that he's going to do good in the CFL. There's no reason he shouldn't. Um, he's not a bad quarterback by any means. I mean, he's just got a lot of growing up to do. And Canada, I think, is where he's going to stay. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I Like I said, we've, we've seen players come out of there. We've seen Antonio, Brown, Antonio Brown's dad was, like, the greatest receiver in CFL history. So you have success there. Um, I think it's his best chance. I hope he does well, but I... I guess we'll see what happens. If he comes back to the NFL, great. Um, but I I think he's kind of found his home and just needs to take it and run with it. I think my favorite thing about the CFL is their lack of uh, care for safety. <laughs> right. <laughs> they still keep the field goal post at the front of the end. Oh, ball. yeah. yeah. And then uh, the receivers can get a running start. Yep. It's awesome. I love watching the CFL. Too bad it's never on. Stupid <laughs> NFL is taking up all the airtime. Don't you get CBC? The Canadian uh, Broadcasting Channel? I don't know. If oh, I do... Like, I should talk. I don't even have cable. <laughs> I just use an antenna. <laughs> That's if fine. I do, I'm going to go home and watch the Red Green Show. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. All right. One more uh, little important serious topic is uh, the NFL National Anthem debate. Um, the... Owners came out, and there's a new rule. I hate how Goodell put this rule into effect, bypassing the union, the players' union, um, but basically saying you have to stand or you have to be off the field. If you don't stand and you're on the field, um, your team gets fined. So the player itself doesn't get fined, which is how he was able to do this without contacting the union. I... Look, I'm all, I'm all about the United States. I'm all about respect for our country, our military, to everything. I, it's it's just shady. I'm angry. Um, by the end of last season, this whole issue was on its way out. Yeah. Um, we understood what players did, why they did it. A lot of the teams agreed to um, give money to certain organizations the players wanted mm-hmm. to um, raise awareness towards. Um, things were finally getting back to to more normal. Yeah, um, they were. And then all of a sudden this comes across the table and we're back to square one. Yep. Um, so these players are able to uh, perform their protests in a completely different way. The way they did it before is not allowed anymore. Mm. Um, so you're forcing something else upon them. So you're, in essence, you're saying, yeah, you can protest as long as you do it this way and only this way. Um, and I, I just don't think that's... That's right. And like I said, no. I mean, it was it was virtually gone by the end yep. of last year, and now it's here we go starting back. It's a topic again. again. It's I mean, we can get into the politics of it. Like I said, I don't want to do that on this show, but it it, it just keeps coming. It's hanging around. The I mean, there's let, there's no there's no reason to. I mean, the, no. what what I the way I read it. I mean, you might not agree. Is it's it's Goodell um, trying to make all the the owners happy. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, and it's... 100%. It's frustrating. That's not what he's there for. No. I know he's supposed to represent the owners and everything, but these players are standing up for something they believe in and something Goodell, myself, yourself, has never experienced. And they're bringing to light these situations that need to be addressed and they need to be fixed. 
and a lot of them are going out. A lot of the players are going out. They're trying their best to make a difference, and I, I, I don't, I don't blame them for doing what they're doing. Ninety no. percent of the population never has to go through what a lot of their friends have gone through. Absolutely. A lot of them have gone through. Um, unfortunately, that's a society we live in. But I. You, you got to keep talking about it. It's a conversation that has to keep going. It has to get beyond Goodell. And he needs to stop intervening and doing what he thinks, oh, good for the Shield, so-and-so. Why don't you go join them and help out more and say, hey, we're going to support you. You do what you want to do, but we're going to be here. We're going to be right by your side and go from there. I've never been a fan of Goodell from day one. Oh, no. he's he's been, he's been just a puppet. He's always been for the owners. He's overpaid. He, he's a lawyer. I mean, it's you're. It's a two different societal groups in the NFL. You Over have time. these. The majority of the players come from middle class or below, and these owners and Goodell just have money on top of money on top of money. It's it's not meant to work that way. No, but it does. And if it didn't, we wouldn't have an NFL. Right. That's just, yeah. So we get, there's eventually there's going to have to be a way to to hash things out. But the way it sits right now, I mean this this ordeal was gone, and now it's yeah. not. It's it's always going to be a debate. I don't think there's a perfect answer. Well, I know the perfect answer is stop the hate and the abuse and everything. But until that happens, we're going to be still be sitting here talking about it. too much serious stuff in a row here <laughs> i was told yesterday you uh you attended a baseball game of our uh i think it's our best minor league baseball team in the tri-cities <laughs> it's not not saginaw beats uh they're not minor league yet <laughs> okay they're just uh, a summer team yeah so uh it was cmu central michigan university alumni night at uh, dow diamond in midland last night and uh my wife me and some of our friends went down there, and uh, we get there a little after six. Pitch first pitch is like seven ten, seven oh five, and we're sitting there eating burgers, whatever. And one of the staff comes by and is like, "Hey, do you guys want to do one of the games?" And we saw like look at you, like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Oh, like the mid inning games where you run out on the field and we make you do something silly." And we're like, "All right, what is it?" They said, "You build a burger." So the essence of it is you have a top bun as one person and a bottom bun as one person. Which one were you? I was the bottom. You I had sandals be. on. No, I would because <laughs> with my luck, I'd be running up and down the field. My knee would give out, and I'd be like dead. You old man. But I'd probably make ESPN that way, so that might, <laughs> I should have done it. <laughs> been the not top ten. Right. Where they hey. used to do the worst of the worst. Yeah. You would have been that for oh, a year. for a year. Yeah, easily. So, anyways, me it was me, 
and uh, one of my good friends, Jay, against his wife and his sister. And we're talking smack, getting pumped up. We're ready, we're ready. They meet us at guest services at the middle of the second. So we go over there, they bring us down, split us up. So we sit there for a good 20 minutes because they're like, oh, we're doing it in the middle of the third, so there's five more out. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. And the visiting team just went on a run. So nonetheless, um, we get on the field. They blow the whistle. We go. I lay down. My man Jay kills it. All the <laughs> toppings. Jumps on. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Free t-shirt. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> it was fun. It was something I've never done before. Probably won't ever be able to do it again. But we're walking off the field in our big old burger bun costume <laughs> things and i'm like next time i gotta swing my feet the other way because i kept catching him catching his little burger outfit <laughs> i was like oh i kept trying to move my feet and everything <laughs> like next time my head goes here he, everyone's cracking up it was fun it was a good time um well i'll have to get a video out there on our facebook page about it the uh, uh the loons suck though they are not oh yeah they got like here. four well they got, they got more than four wins but they don't have a lot they uh they're struggling right now yeah that's okay. Um, so, speaking of baseball, my own world of baseball here, where I uh, coach high school baseball. Um, earlier today, we had our uh, uh, district baseball game, and nice. unfortunately, we lost. It was a uh, hard-fought game. Um, absolutely was. Proud of the guys. They played really well. Um, but we, uh, we unfortunately end up losing by one run in extra innings. Mm-hmm. Um, in light of that, though, or maybe not. <laughs> I don't know if it's in light um, of. I uh, got kicked out of my first baseball game today. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. No, no, hold on. No, 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 no. out of the game. <laughs> so um, a certain official that we had behind the plate, um, I did not agree with a lot of what he did throughout the game. Um, and things came to a head in the bottom of the eighth inning. Um, we ended up losing, and I walked out in the field to shake hands, and I just reminded the uh, the umpire that he gave the other team the game um, for various reasons, and I told him all about that too. And um, he then threatened uh, to kick me out of the game if I said one more word. So I said a few more words, um, <laughs> just a few. And I said, uh, "There's no game to kick me out of. The game's over, and this is districts, and we lost. We're done." He goes, "I'll kick you out for next season." And I said, "You can't kick me out of a whole season." He goes, "Oh yeah, coach, he's out of here." I said, "Out of where? There's nowhere to be out of. The game's over. We don't have any games left in the season." <laughs> so uh, you were out of there. I. Uh, Oh, I let him have it, and then the uh, the parents let him have it because they all sided with me because they know exactly what happened. Because you're the best, Matt. I am, absolutely. <laughs> my wife knows it. That's, she, that's what she tells me. I think she just tells me that to keep my confidence up. Um, <laughs> it was uh, it was a good season. We finished the season eleven and twelve. Um, I'm like I said, I'm really proud of the guys. Uh, they played well. Um, I don't know what next year is going to hold. I may not be coaching there again, but we'll see. Um, but season's over. Now we're on to uh, being a dad and playing fast pit softball for the remainder of the summer, which is very exciting. Uh, moving on to bigger and better baseball. Uh, Detroit Tigers lately have gone on a bit of a tear. 
Do you watch any of their games at all? Yeah. They, they're they surprisingly not horrible. I, I They're not going to win the division, I don't think, but... No, it's I don't think so either. In the um, fight, I would uh, I would put my money right now on Cleveland. Um, that weather yeah, started yeah. warming up and they started playing really good baseball. Yep. Uh, but the Tigers right now, it was oh shoot, was it Tuesday night um, where they had a rain delay? Might have been Wednesday. Um, and a, a goose flew on the field. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, ever since that goose showed up, they've been playing good baseball. They're hitting the crap out of the ball, playing good defense, pitching the ball very well. Um, I don't care if they have to have a rally goose. As long as they keep winning, good for them. Uh, Miggy's back. He's not 100% healthy yet, but he's off the DL. He had a shot today that he just about took the pitcher out with. Um, they end up winning today 7-4, to four, I want to say. Um, they played a good game. They really did. Um, they got some young kids in their team that are playing really, really well. Their pitchers are getting healthy again. I mean, they... They should uh, they should do a lot better than a lot of people anticipated, which is great to see with this team. Um, so I mean that's two things going to happen later in the year. I mean come to trade deadline and they could trade away some people that are potentially be worth something, get some more young kids, build even more if they think they're actually going to make a run for whatever reason at the division. Mm-hmm. Keep going the way they are, maybe pick a few people up, but good for them. Um, I'm they're surprised. playing with house money. No one expected them to be twenty eight and thirty at this point. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, it's it's a weak division, yes, um, and there's going to be a lot of uh, changes throughout the the back half of the season after the All Star break. I'm sure. As oh far yeah. As, I mean, we're we're going to lose a lot of games that we shouldn't. Um, but we might squeak out a few that we have no no business even trying to win. So um, I'll still I'm I'm Tigers fans till I die. I mean, it's, oh yeah. As good or as bad as they ever are, I'll keep rooting for them. I don't have anybody else to root for. Go Cards. Oh. Yeah, family from St. Louis. So <laughs> it's I always have had a little thing for them, unfortunately. Oh, whatever. But whatever. There's worse teams you could like, I guess. Exactly. Like stinking Yankees. Oh, yeah, no, screw the Yankees. Oh. The Cards are good, and they're, they got a good organization. So, I mean, it's not like I'm rooting for the Rockies. At least it's an NL team. Oh, yeah. I, no, if it was an AL team, no. No. I, I have, fa- like, every sport I have probably two favorite teams, and it's always one from, it's always obviously Detroit, and then someone from another conference. What's your uh, number two NFL team? Steelers. Oh. Hell yeah. Why? Dude, the Steelers. Oh, well, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> No, I, I've always had a thing for him. I don't know what it is. Uh, and then Antonio Brown's on there. Fire up chips. He chip. Word. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I got. And then I'm going to do this right back to you, so you better start thinking. So NHL, I got Red Wings. And I'm, so the whole conference change thing screwed me up because I kind of like the Capitals. But the only reason I like the Capitals is because of Ovechkin. Huge Ovechkin fan. That's oh, all I got there. Man, I don't like Ovechkin. You're a Crosby guy, aren't you? No, I hate Crosby. Okay, <laughs> as oh, long as we both hate Crosby, no, you can. Off. Yeah, I that's saw fine. Crosby in a dark alley. <laughs> one of us wouldn't come out of there. That's funny. And then NBA. I, I don't know. I've always been a huge business fan. So I don't know if I really have a second favorite. I don't know. Maybe the T Wolves. I'm a Raptors fan. Raptors. I don't know yeah. why. 
had a Popeye Jones rookie card when I was a kid, and I think that turned me on the Raptors for some reason. Nice. Yeah. What's your uh, NFL team number two? Oh man, I'm putting you on. The, I told you I was doing this. Come well, I on. I know. I know. Okay. So, Raptors, NHL. Is that easy for you? NHL, uh, Montreal. <laughs> That's respectable. I just you go back to. I mean, this is another old team that's yeah. been been very original successful. six. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I think Montreal, NFL. I think I'm gonna go Philadelphia. Not just because of the recent <laughs> season. Oh yeah, jumping on the bandwagon. No, I've been a. That was a Don McNabb fan. I mean, do you eat poop too, like their fans do? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> you associate with them now. I'm always going to remember you're a Philly fan and you like to eat poop. I'm not a Philly fan, but <laughs> out of necessity, I am. <laughs> um, and then baseball. I just love baseball. It's tough for me to pick another team. Um, Cubs. I think Cubs. No. That's okay. cause I, mean, I went and saw a game at Wrigley and fell nice. in love with the stadium. And Oh, yeah. I mean, Word. it's... They were the only team, as a Detroit sports fan, they were the only team in sports I felt sorry for. <laughs> then they went, the 0-16 Lions yes, fan. <laughs> yes, and just years and years of abuse as a Tigers fan. Um, but now that they won the World Series, it's the Browns. They suck. And that's it. <laughs> that's all that's left. Yeah, now, Browns are pretty bad. But what's funny is they, they, went, they had their 0-16 season, and they embraced it. Oh, yeah, parade. We, we crawled in a hole and... <laughs> Never saw each other for. They go parade. Uh, their coach is jumping in like Erie. I think it's this week or next week. Didn't he already do it? No. Oh, yeah. He oh. he he was lucky. He waited till it got a little warmer. And those lakes don't get that warm. So be <laughs> worried about jumping in lakes, <laughs> not winning games or anything. But right. The lakes. So, uh, speaking of baseball, right? Well, we were talking about we football were. just there, but. <laughs> Back to baseball. <laughs> Back to baseball. So I, I just wanted to point out Tim Tebow. Um, his first 162 games in the minors, 12 home, 12 home runs, 72 ribbies, and a 225 average. He's, uh, is he going to make it or no? He's still uh, well. He's creeping his way up in the minors. Um, if he he's does, double A now. Yep. Yep. Yep, and if he does eventually uh, make Triple A or even a couple stints in the pros, it would be as a power hitter. I mean, with a two twenty five average, that's not exceptional. But he's got seventy two ribbies and twelve bombs, uh, one hundred sixty two games. That's a full um, MLB season. Uh, that's a fairly respectable season for a rookie. Um, he's got a little bit of a shaping up to do. Um, a lot of his swings are. I'm going to hit this ball a mile. Oh yeah. Um, that's the way that the younger generation, well, or not younger, our generation is at playing baseball, though. Oh, absolutely. It's home run or strikeout. Absolutely. Look at look at the clips of, of uh, shoot, even late 80s, early 90s. Um, the players, they would just, I'm going to put this ball in play. I don't care where it goes, I'm going to put this ball yeah. in play. If I hit a home run, it's an absolute fluke. And all of a sudden, steroids came into the scene, and people are hitting home runs left and right, and now all the kids want to hit bombs. Um, I saw Castellanos do that the other night. He was bad. He, he kept swinging for the fence, and then it, he was down well, one two, I think. And then he's like, "I just got put in play." He went like four or three for four that night. Oh, absolutely! Oh, so many kids just do not understand a two strike approach. No, um, 
And that's what's frustrating as both a coach and a spectator watching these kids, because now that I'm to the age where a lot of the professional athletes are younger than me, it's depressing. <laughs> um, I see where did these... I go wrong? <laughs> I would have applied myself, turned myself into a lefty and been less fat. I would have been a really good athlete. <laughs> uh, um, but a lot of these baseball players you right now. fat comments. No, I'm just not what I used to be. I carry it well, though. Um, <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> so a lot of these players, they don't have this two-strike approach. It's I'm going to swing out of my shoes every single time because home runs, they keep uh, fans in the seats. Um, they keep things interesting. Then you get the pitchers upset saying the balls are juiced while right. there's just so many home runs. and It's it's an ongoing debate. But get back to the roots of baseball. Um, from a young age, these kids need to – realize there's a difference between seeing a professional athlete hit a ball 450 feet and what they're capable of. Right. It's awesome when they hit a home run. It really is, especially at a really young age, 10, 11, 12 years old. Um, but being able to instill in them, hey, when you're down, you don't need to get everything back in one swing. Mm-hmm. Hit the ball, put it in play. And it's, it's something that I've seen become increasingly more difficult to instill in kids mm-hmm. over the last few years. That. That's true when I was coaching basketball because when I was doing that now eight years ago, whatever it was, um, is when the big three-point shot started to really explode. And that was the same thing. All all my team would do was shoot three-pointers. I'm like, you're 12 years old. You can't even get the ball halfway there. Kobe. No. Kobe. Look at me holding my hand up here and airball it every time. (laughs) No. like that. I, I tried so hard to instill in them. Take the ball to the basket, score, high percentage shots. And it, 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 same thing with baseball, though, now. You don't always need to go for the big hit, the big shot. It's okay to score two points because two points is better than zero. It's okay to put the ball in play, get on first. Then the next guy puts the ball in play, and all of a sudden you got runners at the corners. So I, I, I understand where you're coming from with it and everything. It's... It's frustrating to watch, but it, that's the way baseball's played now. I mean, you look at the Yankees and whatnot, it's literally home run or bust. Oh, and they've got the most powerful lineup in the in the, in the MLB as far as well, yeah. home run hitters. And they've got a stupid right field that makes it very easy to hit home runs. Right. But that's just that what they're built for now. Here's a and, question to throw you on the spot. Uh-oh. How do you feel about... Uh, Baseball fields, should they be all the exact same dimensions, just like just like football fields? Um, no. Good. Because baseball is the oldest sport, and they already put replay in it, which is stupid. Oh, it's I the last it. thing that makes hitters' parks and pitchers' parks what they are. Yeah. So. I agree. I agree. But good for Tim Tebow. He's... Woo! Making waves in the minors. All right. So hand me one more. That's what I'm here for. I'm built for having a ball. I love the nightlife. I love my bud light. I like I'm cold and tall. Uh, since I already opened the bottle. Beer of the podcast. What you got there? 
New Holland Mischievous. What's the vintage in there? Uh, May of 15. 2015, not 1915. Um, That'd be gross. Since you're reading the bottle over there, you want to tell us some specs on it? Uh, I can't yeah, if see I can find the table. them. Should be on the back. No, it's one pint, six ounce. No, there's nothing on the back. Well, it's delicious as, beer. It's, I think it's like 5%, 55 It's a wild ale. Um, earthy, spicy, little tart. Um, it's not overly sour, like uh, Warhead or anything. They call it a, but, a white sour, don't they, with Fredemiasis? Yeah. Yep. The Very best thing beer. I like about New Holland, there's a couple other breweries that do it. Rochester's one, too. Is on the bottles and cans. They put pairings, wild game, charcuterie, and stone fruit. Good thing I shot that rabbit on the way in. <laughs> exactly, because we're gonna go fry that thing up with the fish we saw golfing. Oh man, money! Adam saw a fish golfing. He's gonna catch the little carp for <laughs> mid hole snack. <laughs> I did. I did. I wanted to. I should have. Should have brought my golf, my fishing pole. Cheers, Cheers, Fred. Cheers, brother. Oh, great beer. Oh, so good. Great, great beer. Damn. That's I can't believe it's already over three years old. That's funny. Adam remembers the day he got that beer. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of the podcast. What you got, homie? So, um, some of you out there um, might already know this. But did you know that in World War II... Um, the U.S. military designed their grenades to be the size and weight of a baseball. And their reasoning was, and I quote, any young American man should be able to properly throw it. So, in essence, in the 40s, any young American man should be able to throw a baseball. So why not take a grenade and make it baseball size and weighted so they can throw it at some Nazis? Brilliant. <laughs> You know, so when you start saying this, that, I'm sitting here thinking, where are you going with this? Kind of cool. Isn't it? I know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's really cool. I mean, it sort of ties in sports and history. I, and I don't know if it's a stat. I think it's more of a fact. Oh, shoot. It is, isn't it? <laughs> we'll take it. We're good. I like right. it. It's interesting. Well, we're going to change fun. the uh, stat of the podcast to the stat slash fact <laughs> of the podcast. Infer- random information of the podcast. Something that you can take to a trivia night and blow people away. But don't take a grenade! <laughs> <laughs> and Matt is now laughing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, NHL playoff update. Uh Games tied 1-1, Vegas, Washington. Um, currently, uh, Game 3 is going on right now. I know by the time anyone listens to this, it'll be over. Uh, Washington's up 2 nothing with about 90 seconds left in the second. Um, I When Golden Knights made the Stanley Cup Finals, I thought it was a really cool story. First expansion team since 68 when the Blues um, from St. Louis made the Stanley Cup Finals. Now, the only th- asterisk on that is that entire conference was expansion team, so it was guaranteed to happen. Absolutely. Um, so it's really cool. Yeah, you're in the Stanley Cup Finals in your first year. That's awesome. You know, Keep doing your thing. Um, I, It's a cool story, and I think if they do win, it'll be a great movie one day. There's two reasons 
that I don't want them to win. Okay. What's number two? Now you got. I got to think. <laughs> I like it. Um, number two. <laughs> <laughs> if they win, how many of those fans aren't coming next year? Because they've won it. Cool. We're good. Ready for the next thing. It's Vegas. They're always looking for the next thing. If you give them a sniff of the Stanley Cup Finals and take it away, you're packing that stadium again next year. One thing, though, too, with, uh, with Vegas is a lot of those fans aren't necessarily people that live in Vegas. It's people that, I mean, Vegas is. They got, they're filling up the stadium, though. No, it's very true. Very true. Um, I mean, that's, that raises a good point. But at the same token, um, why would they not look to repeat? Why would they? So this is the first time they've had this team. They're yep. going to keep that, that core roster as solid as they can for mm-hmm. next year. Um, if they could be a repeat expansion team, that'd be incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, but either way, I mean, it's, it's an amazing story. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing run. Who expected this team that essentially made up of mostly misfits to have the success that they did? This perfectly transitions into point number one. Good. Does this make the NHL look like a gimmick? Because you have a team of cast-offs. Granted, you have one of the best goalies of all time, but you have a team of cast-offs in the Stanley Cup Finals. Absolutely not. Um, I think it goes back to the debate of um, if you have a group of athletes um, participating for the same goal mm-hmm. um, they're going to succeed um, you don't necessarily it's it shows that if a team wants to fight for something they can play as a team to get it you don't need certain individuals to lead it they can lead it together and achieve a goal oh I get that I just think uh, the general public not necessarily us as actual sports and hockey fans may look at it as hockey's already struggling in America. Why should we watch it now when a brand new team just won? Hockey's been struggling. Oh, no, it has for 10 years. Why Why are we still watching um, NBA, though, when it's the same two teams oh, in the playoffs? Oh, God, every that's... Single, or the same two teams in the championship every year. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's the complete opposite side mm-hmm. of the spectrum. Very I mean, true. Okay. Where's, where's the happy medium at? The NFL. <laughs> you got nothing, too, because you know I'm right. No, it's always the Patriots. <laughs> no, it's not. It's almost always the Patriots. Okay. Give you that. <laughs> so, who's your money on? Uh, Capitals, six. I think so, too. Um, I just think that their camaraderie and their, the actual fact that they've been a team for more than a year. Is exactly, exactly. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleur, yeah, he's a great goalie. Don't get me wrong. The, the dude can... Straight up. Goaltender. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for something cool to come to my head. I couldn't think of it. But, yeah, I think just the Capitals being together. Holpe's a great goalie. Um, I do think it's funny, though. Um, if the Knights do end up winning, this will be Fleury's third straight Stanley Cup championship. And he is the reason Ovechkin has never won. Very true. Which is just a weird kind of fact, but I I do. I, I think the Caps will win in six. 
and I still don't like Ovechkin. And you're an idiot. He could beat me up with one hand, tie me on his back, but I still don't Oh, like easily. Him. Maybe both hands. Yeah. And a foot. Ha! <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, I was watching the Eastern Conference Finals um, with Washington, and it was really cool because it was a really hard-fought game, and at the very end, um, they do the handshake. I, I I just wanted to touch on it real quick. I, I think that's one of the most respectable things in sports. Even when the Stanley Cup is won, they take time to go through and literally shake each other's hand. They don't do it any other game. Just Absolutely. the final game. I think it shows so much class, so much respect. I, 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 I don't know how else to say it. I, I just think it's awesome. I, it's It's great because it's in a way, it's almost bringing them back to their their very first hockey game. Yeah. Um, because after the game, they line up and they shake hands with the other kids across the ice. Um, they don't do that. The MLB, they just shake their teammates' hands. That's it. Um, actually, yep. for World Series, they just dogpile each other in the pitchers. Oh, yeah. Um, for NFL, it's just a mob of people in the middle of the field. That's, that's um, the, the way the NBA find is. each other. Yeah. The, the court coaches find each other. Yep. Same thing with the NBA. NHL, they say, you know what? We just had a hard-fought series. Um, thank you for not killing me. I'm glad I didn't kill you. Let's make <laughs> up, and I'll see you next year. And, and I'll your beat your ass in yep. the same way. Absolutely. You know. So I, it's it's beautiful. It's an absolute beautiful thing in sports. And I, hopefully that never goes away, and I don't think no, it will. I, I, mean, I don't think it will. It's been there for 120 years or whatever I, yeah. it is. So. Every hockey fan I talk to, that's, that's the one thing that sets – the NHL and hockey away from every other sport is that last game going through, hey, we battled, we left all our blood and guts out there. Congratulations or however you want to say it, but appreciate the effort. We'll see you next time. Yep. So to golf. Yeah. So I cut my hand right before the last episode, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. So it's healed. So I go out there and flub out a 54 on Thursday. I did better than that. <laughs> yep. And I shot uh, a 9 in a hole. <laughs> hey, I walked off a hole with a 10. So I don't want to hear it. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we went out then, uh, me and Matt, just before this. Uh, golfed a lot better. I hit, I think it was like a 43 or something. And then making up other holes, I'm one over, excuse me, through two. So, doing good. Um, glad to be back. I was so tight. I didn't think two and a half weeks would tighten me up that much. Holy crap. I I don't know. I, I just need to keep golfing. And, Comes uh, with age. Yeah, because I'm old. I uh, I golfed okay. I, I do a lot better when I try to hit a golf ball like a golf ball. As yeah. I was hitting it like a baseball. Yeah, you keep your head down, you're, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I said look for the ball that's <laughs> over the left field fence, and this doesn't work in my favor. No, if it's going the other fairway to the right. Every time. Um, so, so uh, yeah, Adam's uh, back in the grind with golf. I think his secret is to uh, go hit three holes before he actually yep. starts his round. Yep. So he's going to get there early and jump on a random foursome. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm not go. getting there early. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Got things to do. Wife to please. Yeah. <laughs> How's Hank? <laughs> um, Hank's actually, uh, he's great. Uh, we had a bit of a scare yesterday. Um he uh, he almost got hit by a car. That's me knocking on wood. He uh, it was very scary. We were playing wiffle ball in the yard, and he chased after a foul ball. He's just trying to play with everybody, and yep. um, a truck pulling a trailer locked him up, and uh, 
just missed him. Um, so other than that, he's doing great. He hasn't chewed anything up lately. That's me knocking on wood. Um, and uh, he hasn't made Shayna too mad lately, so that's that's great as well. Um, he's about to be a big brother, so hopefully he can handle not having all the attention. You'll be shocked how well he does with the baby. Uh, yes, I will be, because <laughs> I've seen how well he does with literally everything else. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's funny. All right. Um, you got anything else? I don't think so. I think it's a pretty good show. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, we do have email if you ever want to reach us, send us a, hey, great job. Hey, you guys are horrible and stop doing what you're doing. Uh, mattandmuse at gmail.com. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Matt Muse, and we actually just got a phone number. You can call us, text us, leave us a voicemail. If you want to sponsor us and we want us to call you back, we will. Uh, that number is 989-372-1391. Could you say Again, that one more time, please? 989-372-1391. Okay, just want to make sure I heard that right. All righty. Thank everyone for listening. and uh, Oh, uh, quick little note: We're gonna start doing Matt and Muse overtimes, a random little thirty-minute podcast, depending on who's around. If we have a cool group of dudes or something like that, something to talk about. So we have one coming up. This is gonna post Monday. We'll have one coming up later this week. All it right. is gonna be a blast. We can only hope. I sure hope so. You'll hear more later. All right, everybody. See ya. Get along down the road, we got a long, long way to go. Scared to live, scared to die. We ain't perfect, but we try. Get along while we can. Always give love the upper hand. Paint a wall, learn to dance, call your mom, buy a boat, drink a beer, sing a song, make a friend. Can't we all get along?